I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. beautiful voice of Andrea Kaur there, of the cause, uh, Runaway. The reason we're playing Runaway is because that's essentially what we've been doing. In Lille. When in Lille. How do you know her first name? I don't know, just general knowledge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to Great Touch for a Big Lad. Uh, we're back, we're back for another one, we've got lots, lots to catch up on. <laughs> Since we last spoke to you, we have enjoyed some uh, Irish fun in Paris, we spent a couple of days there. Uh, also there for Portugal, Iceland, as Iceland got a draw. Ronaldo made it a bit bitchy. Yeah. A bitch, wasn't it? Yeah, you're an angry man. Yeah. And then we've headed over to Lille to watch Russia versus Slovakia and then uh, enjoy France against Albania in the fan park. And then after that, the big one. as Andrea said herself, we had to, we had to run away from, from the police. Overzealous French police. <laughs> I don't know what their agenda is at the moment. Um, a bit lost with that. We'll, uh, we'll go back to that, Craig. Uh, it's just me and Craig. The other boys are on their way to, to Lons. They've bought tickets. They were too pricey for us, weren't they, Craig? Our, our short pockets. And, uh, they, yeah, they've headed over there. Dom is very excited. Dom's, Dom's gone to four games now. Dom Arne. Um, went to the Irish uh, Island game, which he, thought, he said was absolutely incredible. Again, we'll talk about that in a sec. And uh, yeah, we went to Russia, Slovakia, and now he's going to Wales, England, um, and for him, he had to go, he was saying, because if he's in France, 30 miles away from the game, and Wales beat England he and qualify, there. he's got to be there. Yeah. So you can understand that. It's one of those, that's it, supply and demand, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this is an issue, actually. Uh, I'm sure you're on to this, but I'll do it now, because we're seems relevant. Why, I know, for me, I think that the Wales-England game is potentially, even pushing the final, the highest in-demand game in the tournament. Even pushing the final, I think. Do you think? Potentially. No. Poten- potentially. Don't get me wrong, that, that could be wrong, I'm fine. But we'll agree it's a really, really highly demand game. As much and they as play it in a stadium with 30,000. Exactly, it's insane. I don't know how how this has happened. Um, and we, like I say, we were in the rush, we had to rush a game in uh, Lille Stadium yesterday. And that's massive. Mm. And it's massive. Was quite a lot of empty seats, actually, empty which is seats. possibly due to the. The problems that had happened and people thought, why, why bother? Yeah. Um, but and yeah, massive stadium, a really great stadium. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. 
So let's uh, let's go back to the start. Um, we went to Monday afternoons when we left off. Monday afternoon. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so we went to the Paris fan park, which was great fun. The Irish fans and Swedish fans took over Paris. But ultimately, it was uh, it was the Irish fans who were absolutely everywhere. Um, all good fun, no problems at all. Um, the game was all right. Enjoyed it in the fan fine. park. A bit scrappy, but yeah, it's fine. And then, but the main event was actually once the game ended. Dom, uh, Dom and Weber went to the game, and they got they were getting the metro back, and then in a packed uh, metro train with that well, not thousands probably hundreds of Irish fans in there. They they all started to get off the train and Sean's leads, I didn't they? They're on there. Yeah. So they all started to get off the train. So the boys were like, "Well, look, we need to follow up, follow them and see what's going on." And uh, it turned out that on this street in France called called a uh, place du Clichy, good pronunciation. Thanks, yeah. mate. There was there was uh, about probably there must be about ten thousand people there. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely chocker. Till about well, we left at five, five yeah. in the morning. Say five or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we left at five in the morning. Uh, there was a piss street. That's how. That's how. Um, yeah, they dedicated a street alleyway yeah. for that. Uh, which smell, which smell of piss. Piss, yeah. Um, we got loads of free beer as well because people got that drunk they just started leaving beer everywhere. And yeah, and because they, yeah, not it was open a street ones. party, they'd, they'd bought too much as well. So yeah. that, was, that was all right. Yeah. Shouldn't have admitted that, Craig. You're scrounging. Fine, doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, but it was, it was a great atmosphere. No trouble at all. But my biggest thing I noticed, I think you said you saw one or two, but I, I seriously now, maybe I was a little bit drunk, but I seriously didn't see any police there. There was the other last time there was a few. There was police at each end, just so that the cars that would want to go down that street Could. knew that they couldn't. But I mean, the fact I, I have no reason to doubt that. Fine, there were, but the fact I don't remember seeing any says it all. Yeah, for a crowd of ten thousand. Yeah, well, it's insane, and I think it's like the opposite in Lille. It's like ten thousand police to. Well, yeah, <laughs> five hundred England fans. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, there you go. I mean, fast forward uh, two days, and we we head to to Lille. Uh, to Russia, Slovakia, and I was nervous. Were you nervous? We were a bit nervous, weren't we? Yeah, because m- m- I think a few family members around us said, "Don't go, don't go." The Russian fans can do X, Y, Z. And what we ended up learning, the I- irony was, by because the ground's slightly out of the city centre, you have to get the tube out of the way. And um, ironically, it was probably the safest place in Lille, the ground. Yeah, because all the dickheads, the Russian dickheads, and potential English and Welsh Hooligans, whatever, they were all in the city centre, mm. and the game was tranquil wasn't it it was it, it was, was tranquil it was really quiet and calm that there was nothing going off it was it was lovely it was so funny so i've been uh doing vlogs and videos and all that stuff for um for ball street and that was my that's what i thought my sort of vlog for the day was going to be was like going heading out. to lille being nervous about heading to lille um you know and because from what we'd read it looked like something was going to could kick off at the game mm-hmm. and going to rush game speaking english uh, might have been a bit troublesome. So, and then I realised I'm in the Russia end. Outside the ground, I thought it was, I don't know if it was down your end, you were other end from me. Yeah. But it did seem quite eerie. Like the Slovakian fans weren't singing songs, the Russian fans weren't singing the songs. Whole, the whole... Everyone was just really quiet. Yeah, I'll, I'll go firm. Not only was it not intimidating or aggressive, it was quite a bit placid at, at times. It was quite. I just felt like it was. I felt like everyone was a little bit on edge, so they weren't able to just. Let themselves you go. know, let themselves go and, and scream from the rooftops that oh, I'm a Slovakian fan because yeah. actually the the Slovakian fans inside the ground yeah. were amazing. We were right on top of them, so weirdly, even though we were close to them, I didn't have a very good view of them. 
you, you said they were bouncing. They were awesome. They were absolutely amazing. So I, yeah, as I say, I was sort of, I'm walking up the stairs. I've got in, and then there's a moment where there was no Keeping one around me. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm proper Danny Dyer in it. Got, got my phone out, uh, and I'm like, right, guys, I've got you know, I'm, I'm going into enemy territory there. So I best I'm gonna keep my mouth shut now, keep my nut down. Because I don't you know, I'm going in there and I'll get you know, I'm gonna get the stuff for us. But, you know, right, signing off. Two seconds later. Corporate corporate patio doors. Hospital somehow. My category C ticket which I bought for sixteen quid off via GoGo. I mean I was category four and it was very it was great view, but it wasn't Luxurious anyway. I couldn't believe it. One up. You know when it was jackpot. If anyone's sort of been, I guess, to the corporate Mm. bits at grounds where there's, you're just like, oh, the carpet. There's carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a carpet, and I was like, what, what? And then I walked in with some uh, other English fans, and they were they were as bemused as I was. And then yeah, then you I saw the you see the patio doors. Yeah. And then I walked out, and I, I was literally in line with the penalty spot. The best. Seat I've if ever I'm totally had. Honest, mate, my you, entire are, life. You, you won't shut up about how good your view was. It, what, it's ridiculous. In there lies a, a real truth about football, actually, because as good as the seat was, I was kind of around English fans, German fans, basically people who weren't that bothered, and it was completely silent. Yeah. Russian fans were above me, couldn't see them. Slovakian fans were the other end of the pitch, and it just goes to show that, I mean, the views that that's important, but it's yeah. who you're there with. Things you, you'll get that international games, especially tournaments, because there's so many neutral fans there. You know who, who like ourselves, just went for a bit of a laugh. The atmosphere is going to take a little hit, isn't it? Yeah, it's not fifty-fifty fans of, of two clubs and stuff. That's yeah, true. But the game was great. Hamzik was Hamzik absolutely was good. Worldy. Yeah, Goalers on it. Uh, I still like Modric's, even though I think they keep us yeah. slightly messed up before we call him up. But it was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and then so yeah so no trouble which was nice then we found a lovely just to kind of add to this tranquil atmosphere we found a nice little quiet bar with a nice little beer garden kids running around yeah. after the game and it was nice it was to have an actual beer with alcohol in it because I'd yeah, yeah. I'd had a nightmare Jacob <laughs> was after the game and I said you're right, mate he said yeah I'm just trying to get for the day because you know a bit hungover and stuff and then he said I'd, you know my his general rule is I have two pints I guess you're going again he said I have two pints in the ground and I still feel like feel like shit and stuff I said you do know they don't have alcohol in my mind <laughs> Six fifty, you fake, and then I, I'll put yeah, wheat juice, two pints, of barley juice. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, that was. But you, you were laughing because you got hydrated from it, didn't you? Exactly. So yeah, win win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we did uh, spend oh, one or two beers uh, there, then headed back. Then what happened? We went to the fan park. Then we went straight to the fan park. Straight to the fan park to watch uh, France play Albania. Albania. We were there for about an hour, hour and a half before kick off. Quite a few England fans in there jumping about and. We, as English fans ourselves and fans of English teams, we know when it's not going to kick off. Yeah, they were singing, jumping about. Mm. A f- bit of beer was being chucked, you know, and we knew that's not going to go off. But you could see on a few French people's faces, a few of the score, they were a no, bit wary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I just wanted to go up to them and say, "Don't worry, it's like, fine. Yeah. It's fine. Leave yeah. it." The Irish doing the show, they don't didn't go off. I mean, uh, singing ten German bombers, which is, is another problem that we need to change the songs that we're doing because that's. I mean, we mentioned this yesterday, didn't we? We mentioned this yesterday. I I am sick of the da da da's having a party. No, not that one. Sorry, yeah, not yeah. not that one. Sorry. Um, we was on fire. Uh, then adapt your striker's name into the relevant <laughs> slot. I'm bored of that one it's now. A new era. And I, I'm it's worried. Like tick attack of football, but chanting. Yeah, it's just, it's I'm worried that's going to be taken to the club one season. Club. It will. Um, it's going to be absolutely everywhere. I'm sick of it. Looking forward to Polter's on fire, smashing Polter. But he never will be, will he? Nope. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the chanting, Liverpool. 
Yeah, so they cracked, you know, they cracked on, and that was fine because there's that's the thing. There's lulls in between games, so what are you going to do? Yeah, you know, so they all have sing song again. Exact same thing happened in Paris. Actually, it was one thing to say that was a great moment. English, it chucked it down in Paris uh, the day of the Portugal Iceland games, the day after the Irish game, and uh, everyone got away from and sort of got under trees and stuff in the fan park, and then it stopped and they came back out, mm-hmm. and you had a load of England fans and a load of Irish fans, and then they were just sort of. Basically, having a sing off in the rain. It was, I thought it was awesome. It was great. They were like both singing each other's national anthem, yeah. but big smiles on the faces, no problems at all. It was nice. It, it was, was nice. nice. And then, yeah, so back to France, Albania, they were singing away, but that's fine. French fans have fought all good, for loud. They were, they yeah. don't like Giroud, do they? No, they, they hate him, but he's in great scoring form. I don't know why he's that despised off the back of that run. They seem to have problem. His hold up play was quite poor. Fine, but seven in nine goals. He, he's obviously in decent form. He is French. I seem to like he's your main striker. I'd think they only liked him because Drew went off. Yeah, maybe. You know, it's sort of the new guy. He's going to get more praise just because he's not isn't mm. But I pa- think very harsh in Drew. Don't get it. Pike comes to the rescue again. Play the tournament. Goal. He is at the moment. Yeah, play the tournament. Pogba West Ham. Will West Ham keep hold of him? It's going to be tough, isn't it? It is. I think they, they would have done comfortably, but now the Euros have really raised his profile. I mean, even before the tournament, he scored a couple of worldy free kicks in friendly, didn't he? Yeah. Which raises the profile. I, I think they might have a little battle on the hands to keep hold of him. I think the new stadium will help. He's got to. Yeah. I think the good thing is that he only signed, did he, didn't he? That year. It'd be interesting to see how long his contract is and yeah. how much money they can get yeah. from it. That will be dependent on the contract yeah. as well. Uh, so, yeah, Albania looked like they were going to get a draw. Yeah, we were, we were really rooting for Albania. Of course we were. The underdog thing you yeah. have to, don't you? They almost did it. Their manager's face, I felt so bad for <sighs> him. He was gutty. I think he gave his assistant a big slap. Around the arm. Did he? Not intentionally, he just angry. stuck his hand out and it kind of struck him a little oh. bit. But yeah, front, that's what good teams do. They'll score goals yeah. uh, late on. They've done it twice uh, twice on the trot, so they're through and that's great. So there was a real, like, uh, glorious uh, atmosphere Bermatale. once they got the, uh, was it? Bermatale. Sorry, mate. Oh, go on then. No, 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 no. It was in when they won. Oh, right. Sorry, like they I, just thought won I thought you meant my wording of it. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, they went, they went, they went mad. Nuts. Yeah, because they beat Albania. And then with the two late goals, it was then the final whistle, and then everyone was leaving. Yeah. Um, we walked about fifty, 50 yards, yards yeah. out of the fan park with thousands of French fan, fans, and we kind of greeted with English fans. Yeah, and the England fans are starting to sing the uh, "We've Got Pirate" song, which is which is all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they were singing that, and let me just say that again: English fans were singing about yeah. a French player after a French victory. Should be good humoured. French fans were joining in. Yep. Fine. What could go wrong? The French riot police could go wrong. And <laughs> yeah. they come storming in. So, yes, yeah, so you walk up, we go up 50 yards, and then everyone sort of stopped for a second, was singing uh, the Pirate song. Then a French lad gets a flare out. Um, that They'd set off a flare in the, yeah, several, in the fan park. Several, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no problem. No Here's a quick there. theory Are red flares the most aggressive flares? I think I think if a blue one goes yeah. off, it, it's not quite entertaining. Yeah, just thinking that. And the, yeah, and then the, the police were literally in a line, ready to go. Yeah, ready to go. Yeah. It was weird. Mm. It was really really odd. But the the thing that I guess we're not seeing as just normal normal England fans is there. There must be troublesome elements with the England fans. What? They're looking for financial yeah. reports. Got, you know, they're off. Stan Collingwood talking about it. they're looking for revenge, trying to find different people. The thing is, I'm that. really conscious it's that, that minority, isn't it? And it's the same minority. There's only a few Russian fans who are, you know, are these uber hooligans. Uber hooligans, yeah. Selling a little. 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Um, but the police are, police are panicking a bit, aren't they? Yeah. Because they just threw the tear gas and, and then we had to leg it. I'm really conscious because we, we put a few things out there which is sympathetic to English fans and justified as well. Mm. And I'm conscious to say, I'm, I'm, we know that all English fans aren't angels. There will be dickheads there somewhere, which is fine. But yeah. I'm still yet to witness a fan fight a fan. All I've seen so far is police chasing fans yeah. everywhere. Yeah. French fans, in this case, English fans. Um, Russian, good, decent Russian fans against Marseille as well. I've still not seen a fan fight a fan. I'm not saying it's not happened, but from my experience, and that's all I've got to go for at the moment, it, it, the French police just seem to run at people. And I tell you what, when you read, you know, you go on your phone and you get back to the flat and you look at how the BBC are reporting it and other mainstream people are reporting it, and they're not completely condemning the English fans, but there's certainly the headlines, the pictures that they use. It's motivated suggestive. in a certain way. It's suggestive, it really isn't it? feels yeah. like it is, and it's something that's it's really opened my eyes. Yeah. Up, you know, well, that's why I feel and so passionate about doing stuff like this podcast and putting you know content out there on our Twitter page and whatnot. Do I don't know? Hopefully, give a true reflection of what's happened. Yeah. What's frustrating is that I felt so. I was there in Marseille and and reported what I reported and put that vlog on on Ball Street and it did all right. And then most of the press kind of caught up with. The story that, that we put out yeah. there, which is which is great, but then it happened again yesterday, and, and then we, I think we're, we're probably putting a video out now, um, reacting to it, and I'm thinking in my head, I bet we'll get comments, people going, because we just said it twice now, yeah, people going, oh look, you just you're just a hooligan sympathizer, yeah, but it is like it's always it's oh, always I'll say that point again. I've stories. still not seen a fan fire another fan. And we, oh, we, yeah. We've been all over the country. I mean, again, right. I, I know that has happened. I've I know seen, there's footage of that occurring, but I've seen, I've, locals seen a lot. Cha- uh, I've seen locals charge and then England fans charging back and then, yeah, that's where you see the chairs get thrown. Mm. But yeah, you're right. I haven't seen that yet. But I've seen the things as well. They kept, we kept kept getting charged for about half an hour. Didn't yeah. We? So yeah. Go back, go back, go further back. Go back where? That's what I was like, where do I, like, where if I need going? to go, 
ultimately we ended up having to go back where we came from because mm. we got pushed out so far out the other way. Yeah, they pushed us all the way to McDonald's, which was closed because mm. we were a bit hungry about that point. But what the, the thing we keep coming back to, which is really annoying, is we can't help but compare it to the, the scenes in Paris with, with the Irish fans. Good 10,000 of them, um, we estimate, doing exactly what English fans were doing outside the fan, fan party yesterday. I didn't see a policeman, and it all seemed jovial, which it was, and it was great, and I don't... So it's just is our previous reputation just destroyed any future enjoyment? Is that what's going on? I don't know, I think that's what's just happened. chatting to my boss, he made a really good point that it's the myth, that's what's perpetuating all of it, both good and bad. There's mm. this great myth, not myth, sorry, this reputation... For the Irish fans, that they're they're you know up for the crack, good fun, no trouble at all, just guys singing and drinking, and then and so they're left alone mm. or, or celebrated. Uh, then you've got the English fans, and they're this English hooligan is it's not a myth, but it's it's dated. Yeah. But that reputation remains, which scares the police, which makes yeah. them behave a certain way, which makes the press behave a certain yeah. way. Um, you, you see it in, in league football now in England, the whole culture has changed from when I first started going to football and, and you know back in the 70s, 80s and all the rest of it. You started going to football in the 70s? No, 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 no. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, back in the day. Anyway. What you knew of it. Yeah, yeah what you knew of it. And it has, I mean, you see modern grounds now. I can't remember the last time I saw violence at a Stoke game. I can't remember the last time. So I think it has changed in, in football <laughs> Uh, league football in England, I think yeah. that's well known now, but our international reputation still exists. But just to finish that point as well, is the, the reputation then, so the police behave a certain way, the press behave a certain way, and then other fans are behaving a certain yeah. way. The Russians but they are obviously training saw, they, 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 Which is it. pathetic. And, and again, sorry, this is a minority of the Russians, but the, the, the problem element of the Russians are training themselves up based on the reputation that the English fans yeah. have. I just quick word on that. If you're training to fight an international football tournament, you're an absolute dickhead. You need to yeah. get yourself a wife because because I've heard stories of them going to training camps and in I've the woods. It's always in the woods, isn't it? Yeah, which makes it just a bit yeah. weird. Eh? So they're not getting the um, funding from the governing bodies to, uh, to yeah. really get which a, a proper training complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. needs to change. But I've seen you've got to if, if you want to get the results that you want, you've really got to. Invest. You got to put the work in. And um, I've seen I've seen footage of these supposed training camps, and they're often topless. Yeah, in the woods, and I don't know what they're, they're doing. In the woods, aren't they? Is that the most Nipples pathetic? Hard as you like. Is that the most <laughs> pathetic thing you've ever heard? It seems unnecessary, <laughs> doesn't it? I mean, I wouldn't say that to their face. Oh, don't get me wrong; they'll be tough guys, but it doesn't mean they're clever guys, <laughs> or they've got a brain in their head. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that was that up to last night. Um, so let's move on to the football. Okay. It's the biggest game of the tournament so far. Bigger than the final, according to you. <laughs> yeah, I think the divan is mental. Um, it, it's I, we can't lose to Wales. I'm, I'm dreading it. I said it on the last podcast. I've got a bit of a history with certainly Cardiff City fans. We expanded to Wales in general, and I wasn't the biggest fan of Wales or certainly Cardiff for, for a long time. I can't bear the thought of losing to Wales today. <sighs> dreading for, it. For, dreading for, the, it. for us to have the team that we've got and to not to go into the last game and not have any momentum would be. Such a waste of the exciting squad that we saw the f- in the first half against Russia. Mm. They should, it should be like Euro '96 now. We've had a draw, yeah, um, and actually we played better than we did back in Euro '96. But the next yeah. game, which our next game was against Scotland, yeah, oh yeah, we drew this analysis comparison, but they didn't. It's so similar. 
and and it's that same moment you got the plucky plucky Welsh that, that's not being patched on anything that's a, that's a fact is that England will dominate the ball and be are the favourites for the game um, but they can do something um, and Wales going to it with, well, they could qualify they could qualify Gareth Bell turning the turning a little screen, bit gobby staring yeah. pot yeah um, but yeah the game's going to be fascinating I think the first 20-30 minutes are huge yeah. because Pro- the problem with England in the first game is they weren't ruthless, but they did start well. So if they start well and are ruthless and get one goal up, yeah. I I can't see anything but an England yeah. win. So I mean, I'm sure Wales fans will disagree, but there, there really is there's not, not, not much pressure on them now. It's the old world expected to lose. Mm. They've then, already and, won. And they're, and they're almost through. They are. They, they, they kind of need a draw, they might think, well, these third place qualifiers, yeah. which I don't understand how that works. I think um, probably would. I, despite all that, I, I think... Our general consensus, not Dom, Dom's a cover cool, Welsh fan, but I think England will win. Mm. I think it'll be confident. I'm, confident. I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably confident we'll do this today. And I, you know, I think Rooney's going to have the tournament of his life. I think this is the mo- this is the moment where people go, God, he was a good player. Yeah, because he was awesome against Russia, and that game is set for him today. Yeah, really set for him today if he starts guessing. Wayne Rooney has scored more goals in tournament football than Bobby Charlton. Is that true? Mm-hmm. In actual tournaments, yeah, yeah, he had his good Euros, didn't he? Originally, yeah. So Bobby, shut up. Yeah, just get my point being here. I think Rooney deserves more credit, and I thought he was excellent the other day. And I I think he's in them sort of years now where people get respect just for being older. Yeah, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 he was alright actually. Yeah, and Sterling's at the start of it. I think I said that in the podcast. Sterling's at the start of it. He's kind of he's had his good year and he's the best. And now, oh, hang on, where do we go with the story now? Right, let's drag him down. Put him in the England scapegoat pen for a few years. Exactly. Let him mature and then let him out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, as a respected player, finally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, predictions, Craigie. I reckon we'll win two nil. I and it'll be comfortable. It will be. <laughs> uh, I think two nil's a good shout. I think should it could be two nil. Yeah. Should we get Dom? I said three nil last time. Get get Dom's prediction as well. Dom, you there? Well, you know, <laughs> where's that? It's Jamaican, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Uh, one nil England. Well said, Dom. Irwin. Cheers there, Dom, for that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so that's that's that. Um, Pet hates, and then should we go go get breakfast and then go watch the? So we're going to watch the game in the Lille fan park. Yeah, that's right, the Lille fan park, <laughs> where apparently it's all going to kick off again. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't. We get to just enjoy a game of football. But that's that's me being a football fan, hoping for the best, mm. expecting the worst. Yeah, and we're going to grab some breakfast now. I saw. Yeah. I, I, no, it's not very conventional. I saw a burrito shop. On the road, fresh burrito. Yeah, yeah, I might tuck into that. Yeah, yeah. Good, uh, what time is it? Ten forty-seven. We've often had we've about times we've had breakfast, come dinners. On yeah, this trip. a lot of bread, you get a, a lot of carbs. Late. Yeah, um, hey, you got hey, hey, you've got a You've got one as well. Yeah, you got a second one. I thought no. you had a second one. All right, here's the one. Well, firstly, overzealous police. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, here's a big one. That's Craig, Craig, this is Craig's, but he's forgotten it, so okay. I'm gonna say it for him. <laughs> okay. Do you agree with this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Lack of signage. Oh, at the time. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's driving at the walks. So we've been to two games now and um, we, we've sought out several fan parks and there's no fucking signage anywhere. <laughs> there's no signage. All, what I, and also, look Right, great. Let me, let me put you in a position now. Okay. You're, you're organising a tournament. Uh-huh. Um, you, you've set up the stadium. You've got that. You've got that. You've fan park. That's great. Pop that over there. All of that stuff. Yeah. Um, then what do you do? You put signs down so people know it's there for people that have never visited. More than likely, this city in their lives. And, and I, I truly think the Marseille when it kicked off outside the um, England 
game and in Marseille. I put them down to lack of signage. We got to that big round now, didn't yeah. we? And every <laughs> yeah. English and Russian fan was just wandering around confused. Yeah. No one knew which, because the round might kind of, you can see the stadium, but you're not sure which way to get to the ground because mm. of like, it was called enough, wasn't it? Yeah. And Russian and England fans alike were just wandering around. They didn't have a clue where to go. So the, uh, the French police decided we'll sort this with tear gas and mm. charge. And then um, we, again, yesterday went to the game, no signs of the stadium. No. And also what I what I want is I want a few happy, smiling volunteers just dotting around saying, yeah. welcome to France. That's another thing. Welcome there's, there's to Lille. There's a square um, and they should just put up stalls there and yeah. things like that. It could have been a really nice zone. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Like, a fan, like a fan zone. Yeah. Hang on a minute. That's a concept. <laughs> outside of the actual game. But I just want a few little volunteers saying, welcome to Lille. Yeah. Have a good time. Enjoy your stay. Instead, you, you're making this up. I don't know what that was. But instead, you, you're you're greeting inverted commas by riot police. I see. I've seen quadruple the amount of riot police, and I ever have friendly volunteers. Yeah, Poor. they're not. Oh uh, yeah, they're, they're not even they're not remotely not. friendly. I yeah. think their their agenda is got them all miserable and hard. Yeah, intimidate people. So what's going to happen today in terms of the fans? Is it going to be all okay? Or exactly. What can you see happen? Call it now. Chris. Exactly. I I think um, I I really truly think that. English and Welsh fans will get along fine. I think they've been unified by the Russian thing a little bit. And that, I, I think the same thing will happen as last night. Everyone will get run by French police. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. I really, the, the problem as well is that it only, happens, only needs to happen between like three English fans and three Welsh fans. Yeah. England and Welsh clash. Yeah. Then, it's, then the headline's there. Yeah. But... I really hope all the England fans just behave themselves and yeah. enjoy the game. Yeah. Uh, it's just not, it's not, I'm not finding it enjoyable, that part of it. I just want to support it. It has kind of overshadowed the tournament a little bit. It has, it? and what's been, what, all the games have been been good, I think. Not yeah. not many goals, but interesting games. It's definitely. been good, it's been good. So there you go, and this will be the last podcast as a, well, as a four, I, I can leave you the... Uh, <laughs> Probably should talk about okay, this yeah. but I can leave you the uh, mic if you <laughs> yeah. want, mate. Because I'm heading off after can, this. You can turn off and go. Um, we're not doing one tomorrow morning for you, yeah. We'll give it a go. We'll review the go. game. Just a quick term at one. But um, yes, yeah, it, potentially the last podcast of the tournament. We'll put a few more bits and bobs on Twitter and Facebook and all the rest of it. Yeah, that, yeah, massive thing there actually. But uh, the boys have got some wicked stuff, some really funny bits, like the good, good stuff of the tournament as well as the bad stuff, and it's all on Twitter. So yeah. at GT Four ABL, and I, I really pushed this image, and I think the lads are sick of me saying how funny I think it is. But my funniest <laughs> picture is two Irish fans who got stuck in hedgerows <laughs> in Paris. <laughs> I think I've captured it well. Yeah, so check it is a little bit. It's on our Facebook page and our Twitter. So yeah. it out. It's really funny. And yeah, if you've been enjoying our podcast, then please yeah go onto iTunes, subscribe to us, and leave a review, yeah. a five star review. Five just star to review. put five stars, easy enough, isn't it? Yeah, we're getting some good comments this one. Yashin Mohammed. Oh he, yeah, he's, yeah, he's guy, really he? chipping in, so that's appreciated. He's, he's chipping his opinions on the tournament. Okay. Oh, and Paddy, Paddy from Paddy, of course, yeah. Paddy, happy birthday, happy thirtieth birthday, Paddy, my mate. Um, he lives in Paris now, and he came and met us. Uh, for a bit, which was nice, mm-hmm. and he listened to the podcast. So I can't remember what he said. We were gonna—he's an artist, and we we're gonna his artistry comment. You ah! asked him what his most artistic moment of the tournament was, and you butted in and didn't let him speak. Yeah, you were raging. Yeah, for me, it's Bulgaria scoring there. The most oh, the fantastic. Hung- stop saying Bulgaria. Keep saying Bulgaria. <laughs> it's Hungary. Keep saying Bulgaria. Hung- Hungary Hungarian scoring. scoring uh, the, the passion was phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there you go, Paddy. Happy birthday, mate. Uh, apologies that Craig um, yeah. chipped in on you when I asked you that question, which could have been in the podcast, but now it's forgotten forever. Don't worry about it. Because you ruined it. A bit like some of the scenes here. That's you. That's, that's a shit.
tie up. Yep. Okay, so um, a bit of Andrea Core maybe to. Uh, I mean, um, to be fair, there's four of them, three three sisters and a brother. Do you know the names <laughs> of the other ones? Don't. Sinead. Don't know. Probably something like that. Uh, so yeah, keep supporting your team. Sensibly. Keep supporting Great Touch for a Big Lad, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Come on, England. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.